0: Cowboys defense got back on track against one of the worst teams in the NFL with a 30-7 victory over the Cincinnati Bengals. I will discuss last week's victory, the upcoming game against the San Francisco 49ers, and I will give you three more players to keep your eye on this offseason. All this and more, next on The Wrap-Up. The Dallas Cowboys played their best half of football all season in their victory on Sunday. The first half of football was the most complete this team has looked in a very long time. The Cowboys defense forced a turnover on the opening three drives that the Bengals had. In fact, the Cowboys opened the game on the second play with Demarcus Lawrence forcing a fumble from Giovanni Bernard that was recovered by Jordan Lewis. The Cowboys unfortunately failed to execute on the turnover only scoring a field goal which added to their streak of being only one of three teams this year to not have an opening drive touchdown. Luckily for Dallas, on the second drive with an apparent butt fumble, defensive end Alden Smith recovered the fumble and went 78 yards for the touchdown. The next drive was another fumble recovery, this time safety Darian Thompson forced it and linebacker Jalen Smith recovered it. This was the only time in the last 25 years that the Cowboys have forced a turnover on the first three drives of the game. Those three fumbles marked the first time since November 24th of 2013 that a team has lost the ball on each of their first three drives. With all this being said, the Cowboys defense still struggled against the run despite forcing three fumbles. The Bengals had 32 rushing yards in the first quarter alone, which was 8 yards away from their totals in the previous two games. They finished this game with 101 rushing yards, which was their most since week 9. The Cowboys have a red zone issue. This problem continued this past week. This was evident on the first offensive drive that Dallas had. They forced a fumble and only had 32 yards to go, but they still couldn't find the end zone. The Cowboys are less than 50% on red zone tries this year at 20 for 41. This problem was seen once again in the third quarter when the Cowboys had a first and goal at the 3 yard line and they were forced to kick a field goal. In my opinion, the Cowboys should move away from Kellen Moore this offseason. I know the Cowboys were first in total offense last year and 12th this season without many of their stars, but despite all of these things, this will be the second year in a row that they will miss the playoffs. The team has struggled all year long and this has continued against a team that ranks 22nd in points allowed per game. The Cowboys had only 3 drives of more than 21 yards and 2 of those ended in field goals. Another issue the Cowboys have had all year? is turnovers on both sides of the ball. Now this issue, unlike the red zone problem, seemed to have been fixed this game. The Cowboys had three turnovers, like I said, three huge turnovers that were forced which was a huge shock to me and a delight to see. Prior to Sunday, the Cowboys only had 11 turnovers all year. The defensive woes are nothing new to fans and it's something that needs to be fixed. Thankfully, it is being reported that defensive coordinator Mike Nolan will not be returning for the 2021 NFL season. Jerry Jones recently addressed the defensive issues and how the team plans to address them this offseason.
1: Uh, I will say this. Uh, we've got, uh, like anybody, you've got a lot of do-overs. I'd like to start again on how we approached our defense this year. I'd like to start that over again. I'm sure everybody else would, too. Where would you start with that? Well, I'd start right there, uh, uh, right the uh, first day, by the way, unfortunately, but everybody had the same thing. Uh, the first day, they were normally when training camp is over. That's that's, uh, that's, where, they, that's where they were. And uh, I would really make sure that any changes we were making, I would want to make sure that we uh, did it in the same way that we didn't make changes on offense because we didn't think that we had the situation or we had the time to make those changes and it really be effective. We've obviously done some things, we've changed, and uh, uh, we're having a hard time uh, uh, getting those in place to be a good defense.
0: Does any of that go over to, like, the coaching decisions? Every bit of it. Okay.
1: Every bit of it. And then right past that, go right to your general manager. Right past that go you general manager, because uh, coming through the door, the GM was eye-to-eye hiring the head coach, talking about how we were going to approach when he walks through the door and where he was going to go from there. That's what you do. And uh, that obviously didn't work for us this year.
0: I said it last week. I'll say it again. The defense needs to be the first thing that gets fixed this offseason, and it appears that Jerry Jones agrees with me. Look, there are a lot of Cowboys players headed to free agency, and there's a lot of players that are looking for a new home. Last week, I gave you three players the Cowboys should look to sign, and I'm going to do the same this week. So the first guy I want to cover is one that's probably not going to happen, but let's have some fun anyway. Vaughn Miller, outside linebacker for the Denver Broncos. Miller went to Texas A&M and had a great career there. He had 33 sacks with 27 and a half of those coming in just his final two years. Vaughn Miller is 31 years old and was born in Dallas, Texas. Miller grew up a Cowboys fan and would likely love to come back and play for America's team. The Texas native has had an amazing NFL career so far with 106 sacks, 29 forced fumbles, and 489 tackles. Miller is coming off an ankle injury that ended his 2020 season. If the Cowboys want Miller to come play in Dallas, he will likely come with a sizable price tag even at the age of 31. The next player is Marcus May, safety for the New York Jets. So the Cowboys have long overlooked the safety position. I've talked about this before. They just don't value it. They they just don't waste draft capital, or they don't even bother in free agency going after a safety. They just don't value it, and I think this could be the year that this changes. While there are younger and better options out there, May brings a veteran presence at a cheaper price and, like most players, he probably wants out of New York. Now May is only 27 and has been one of the cornerstones of leadership on the Jets' defense. This season, May has two interceptions, 10 pass deflections, and 65 tackles. If the Cowboys truly want to change things on the defensive side of the ball, it starts with bringing in a talented safety. The final player I'm going to cover this week is another one that probably won't happen, but it's worth a look. Richard Sherman, cornerback for the San Francisco 49ers. Sherman has been one of the best corners in NFL history, mainly for his part in Seattle's Legion of Boom. Since leaving Seattle, Sherman's production has gone down slightly with only four interceptions in three years. In his previous seven years in Seattle, Sherman had 32 interceptions, two of those were pick sixes. The Cowboys defense has a lot of young defensive backs with potential, but it doesn't have the veteran presence to help them grow. Sherman would be a great addition to the Cowboys locker room and would bring a much needed culture change to Dallas. The
1: only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys?
0: the Cowboys will be facing off against Richard Sherman in their matchup against their longtime rivals, the San Francisco 49ers. There is a lot of history between these two teams. The two teams have played each other 36 times, with some of the greatest moments in NFL history occurring during those matchups. The most notable of these was the catch, which took place on January 10, 1982, during the NFC Championship game at Candlestick Park. When 49ers receiver Dwight Clark caught the game-winning touchdown from Joe Montana with just 51 seconds to go. Here is that historical moment.
1: was going to be a barn burner with exactly that. And of course for the upstart 49ers, they're six yards away from Pontiac. Third and three. We'll see a pick pickup sometime on the right side possibly. Montana, looking, looking, throwing in the end zone.
0: That play was devastating to many Cowboys fans and was the birth of the 49ers dynasty who went on to win the Super Bowl that year in a 26-16 victory over the Cincinnati Bengals. Currently, the Cowboys hold a one-game lead in the series at 18-17-1. That lead could grow this week with the 49ers being the team with the most injuries in the NFL. On the other hand, the struggling Cowboys defense will face off against a running back by committee That has many talented backs that they can turn to. This all leads me to my keys to victory. Number 1. Stop the Run. Even in their convincing victory over the Bengals, the Cowboys defense still allowed over 100 rushing yards to a team that is ranked 29th in rushing yards. They will face a team tomorrow that is right behind the Cowboys at 109.7 yards per game but has the potential to run for well over 200 yards on this defense. The 49ers' backfield consists of Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon, and Jeff Wilson Jr. With the health of Mostert in question, I would expect a share of snaps between the other three with the majority going to third year player Jeff Wilson from North Texas. Wilson has shown that he has what it takes to be a starting back in the NFL. This was seen in his performance against the New England Patriots with 112 rushing yards and three touchdowns. If the Cowboys can't stop the run, they have no shot of winning this game. Number two, keep the turnover train going. Three turnovers in one half, let alone one game, is unheard of for the Dallas Cowboys. As I said earlier, the Cowboys had just 11 turnovers all season and had 3 last week. This helped carved a chunk out of the Cowboys' now negative 10 turnover differential. One thing Dallas didn't do last week that really helped them in this game was they didn't turn the ball over. The Cowboys forced turnovers, but they didn't give the ball away. Now if they had it likely wouldn't have changed how this game went, but it was important for this offense to play a clean game of football. Mike Nolan and the Cowboys defense need to finish the year strong and keep chipping away at that turnover differential. Number three, don't settle for three. The Cowboys need to stop settling for three and shooting for more. Now I'll say, I'm all for putting points on the board that will help. However, having a 48.7% success rate in the red zone is not acceptable and is clearly reflected in the 4-9 record. Offensive coordinator Kellen Moore needs to readdress his game plan and play calling to find out where the issue is and how the team can fix it in the final three weeks of the season. For those of you who haven't jumped on Team Tank yet, there is still a chance that the Cowboys can make the playoffs. Out of 729 scenarios that were run, only one of them has the Cowboys making the playoffs.
1: So you're telling
0: me there's a chance... Yeah! Sadly enough, there is still a chance that the Cowboys make the playoffs. And here's what needs to happen for them to do it. First, the Cowboys need to win out. They need to beat San Francisco, they need to beat Philadelphia, and then they need to beat the Giants. Then they need the Giants to lose two of their final three games, which is very likely with the Giants playing the Browns, Ravens, and then the Cowboys. And lastly, The Cowboys need the Washington football team to lose their last three games against the Seahawks, Panthers, and Eagles. Now that's a lot of things that need to happen. And if you're on Team Tank like me, you're just hoping the Cowboys lose out and secure a top five draft pick. That's going to be all for me today. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Also make sure to share it with a friend as well as leave a review. If you don't already follow on social media, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching The Wrap-Up to stay updated on my latest content. I will see you all next week where I will discuss this Sunday's game and the latest Dallas Cowboys news. I'm Alec Rapp, and this has been The Wrap-Up.